calling all queens It's time we live out our dreams It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing and hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing the hurting It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30 Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy Welcome back to the 30 Girl Podcast. I am your co-host, Tia Noel. And it's your girl, Keisha Joe. And we have a Hot Topics yes. interview uh, this week. Uh, it's just us two this week, no special guests. So we're taking some time to ta- tackle um, some Hot Topics. Uh, the first top topic is uh, the royal interview with Oprah Winfrey um, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, came out Sunday night um, on CBS and they caught up with the couple to uh, catch up on their new life uh, after them leaving uh, the royal status uh, to see how they are. She's pregnant with a baby girl now. Mm-hmm. So that was super yes. cute. Um, so we're just going to um kind of chew dissect up, that chew, yeah, yeah chew dissect the interview, that interview apart yeah, yeah. <laughs> dissect that interview a little bit um so coming from um the the angle of a mom we're all moms wives business women um it was just interesting to listen to her speak um about her mental health and even with everything laid at her feet um, endless opportunities she was still struggling mentally with uh, where she was and just kind of seeing that human aspect of um, no matter where you are in life status you still face face battles with mental health mm-hmm. um, with questioning yourself questioning your strength and things like that so it was a really good interview it was like, it was really good and what I picked up about that um, that I love so much is Harry's support behind it all like and I think that's why she was able to get through those tough times because even and and even for him I'm sure that was a hard decision for him to make to have to side with his wife over the entire um kingdom yeah (laughs) yeah um and they're shunned almost not completely but they've been shunned in a numerous you know um, ways since the whole wedding and yeah his support has just been unwavering and I love it I love it yeah I think I think from the beginning of their courtship um us being Americans and we're not really we don't read like the UK tabloids or whatever so we got the tabloids from the the American standpoint Mm -hmm. we didn't see the tabloids with them calling her a monkey right or oh my goodness let me tell you I couldn't believe that that was crazy and did you hear Um, her say when they would reach out to these tabloids which I'm sure we deal with this here in America too because TMZ definitely is going to get their story regardless yeah um everybody wants to put it out first but just out of respect 
yeah, just human like, decency. Like it's like they were pretty much told, like, no, sorry, we can't do it. We gotta run this story. Yeah, like I just I was finding that finding that extremely hard to mm-hmm. to even um to to fathom that we're in 2021 and you're referring to somebody as a monkey, um, a woman of color um, as a monkey. So um, just, I think from the beginning of that whole courtship, we knew that it was going to be some mess. mess. (laughs) We knew that. Some mess. Um, But I didn't think that they would have uh, stepped down um, to just the Royal status, but not kind of putting forth, I guess that whole, I don't even know what royals do. They actually call it an an institution. Okay. I heard them refer to that, you know, that kingdom palace or whatever as the institution. They have to, okay. like she said, she had to turn in her phone. She had to turn in her license. She had to turn like no passport, no nothing. And I, that, and they, she, they literally said institution so many times. Like that sounds like jail. It sounds like jail. <laughs> right. It sounds yeah. like jail. Yeah, so, from- so I could definitely see where that mental issue came in at, even though, like you said, she had everything at her feet and such a supportive husband. And it seems like even with everything at her feet, they took a lot a- away from her. Like she was an independent mm-hmm. woman. She was an actress. She was making her own money. And then to have to come in and have an institution tell you what you can say, what you can't say, how you can dress, what, um, how you should look, don't do this, don't do that. I, I feel like that would be a lot for any person to undergo after Mm -hmm. 30 plus years of life, you doing your own thing and someone coming in and telling you, you know what, you can't wear that. It shows too much shoulder. Um, For (laughs) me would be a problem. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) A huge problem. Um, But I also, I did get a little emotional when she was talking about um, her mental health and coming from a place where she felt where she was the strong woman and even in that instance, she still didn't feel like she wanted to be alive. Um, and you can see on her face just the, the just that um, rawness and that authenticity of, okay, this is not for the cameras. And forgive me, I was, I'd be comment surfing on Facebook when um, under like the Washington Post stuff and yeah. the commenters like, oh, she's an actress. So did that, all that was fake. And I'm like, oh please like that was raw yeah that was real emotion that was coming you could tell that she was really really suffering um yeah. in those moments and they made those hard decisions and say you know what keep it keep it all if I leave yeah. here with just the clothes on my back then that's what I'm gonna leave with and we'll figure it out and that there he's he's a man man <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah he he shook some tables when he did that. <laughs> he definitely yeah. shook some tables when he did that. And I just couldn't imagine having that for like for him. Yeah. Like and and I think Oprah even asked him one time like how would you think your mom would feel about you leaving? And he was he straight up was like she I'm sure she's pissed. I'm sure she's disappointed only because I think the family legacy that you're detaching yourself from. Mhm. Um, is big like this is huge I don't I don't think he and it wasn't I don't think that him they were gonna detach it for him and his kids anyway so it's like look am I gonna make this decision myself or am I gonna let you you're gonna take it from me anyway you're gonna they weren't even trying to give their son a title 
So they that was crazy. To yeah, me. it's like you're when changing history because I'm having a black kid. Like, what kind of who in their right mind saw that and was like, oh yeah, okay, this is cool, <laughs> right? And then not only that, have her in your home, in your space, and completely make her feel like itch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't imagine. Like when she was describing those times, she even got teary eyed. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when people we talk about our story, sometimes we could talk about it and not cry. Right. And then sometimes you talk about it, even though it's you're completely over it, it still affects you because she's probably like, How could you tell me? It's carrying another child now. So I'm sure she's super emotional, but that probably was the last like have you ever dealt with anything racist wise, like marrying it into a family I um I know the listeners know that you're in biracial marriage, but I just couldn't imagine. <laughs> I, I don't think that <clears throat> like coming into my relationship, like I, I knew that I wasn't the first black girl that Ray has dated. He's dated black gotcha. women his entire life. So mm-hmm. I had that advantage knowing that I wasn't the first dark girl that was going to stroll up, stroll up the yeah. steps meeting <laughs> his parents. Um, so um, I, I was nervous, however, just about meeting like his other family members for the first time and things like that. Um, but I don't think I've I've never experienced racism from the people around us, friends or family. Um, <clears throat> it's from the outside world where you yeah. experience those things from people who don't understand. Um, and it's usually from the older crowd, younger crowd, people our age, millennials, um, millennial women, let me <laughs> millennial yeah. women um, but older women that you kind of get the stares and you kind of get the frowned up noses when they see us together but um, coming into his family and merging our families together we didn't have that experience which we're super super lucky um, to have because my mom taught me growing up it doesn't matter who you love as long as that person loves you unconditionally she's going to love that person unconditionally race creed whatever background or whatever she Mm -hmm. was going to accept them if if i love them and his parents um are the same way so luckily we didn't experience any of that um but even outside of color i think merging two families together that come from two different worlds or two different dynamics Mm -hmm. are a challenge in itself um And literally two different worlds for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Right. Two did completely different. She didn't have no royal bloodline and they prefer somebody to actually to be have royal bloodline because then they feel like you're worthy Um, Mm -hmm. of, of, I guess, continuing on that legacy and having royal blood, which I mean, what makes you royal because somebody said you were? Right. Like, bitch, I am royal. (laughs) My mama tells me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, <laughs> I, I just enjoyed the rawness of um, of the interview. And then to have have him relate to her that they were questioning her son's skin complexion, like, that blew my mind. And that was crazy That blew to me. my mind. And if you've seen their son, like, we're talking mixed kids. Yeah. But, you know, biracial kids. A lot of mixed kids don't have that. Don't not there's levels and tones to biracial mm-hmm. kids, but theirs actually have that fair skin tone. So I was just completely shocked. I'm still shocked. I don't know why, 
I still get shocked behind racism in 2021. Oh but it's still, it's... It blows my mind that people are still so ignorant and so worried about um, the, the hue of uh, of uh, your grandkids or your hue of your your this little person's skin tone is is how it's going to affect your the royal titles and affect the royal family just because this this little boy is going to be a little more tanner than others and being a mother of a all-black child and a biracial child like things like that scare me to death because I know both of my children are are going to have completely different experiences when it comes to racism Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm prepared for that I'm lucky that the little one is only six Mm -hmm. months so the experiences will be at separate times in their lives yeah. Um, so I'm not dealing with them back to back, but um, I just, I just, it, it worries me that their experiences are going to be different. And I'm trying to equip myself mentally now um, mm-hmm. for, for those type of occurrences. Um, but it's like, it's weird in 2020, like we still have to, to have those kind of talks and have those type of worries um, in this day and age. It's, it's super unreal. It is it's super it's unreal. crazy. It is. And I'm, I'm shocked. And I think we've been heard that they they were stepping down and leaving and, you know, going to live like regular, regular people, regular people. But we never heard her talk. And it's something powerful about a black woman coming out and actually speaking her truth. Now, what I want to say about that is we saw how strong she was and we saw how genuine it was and everything. But you still have those people that will counter the the strength of um or downplay the situation of what black women experience and that's what i don't like and we still that whole protect black women that's still something that um we are fighting for today and this is a prime example she was silenced but i think oprah asked her were you silent or were you silenced right yeah and she was definitely silenced and to she said like we all go through like we go through these situations where you know your own strength like you're stronger mm-hmm. like i i voice my opinion on a regular basis blah 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 but then you're put in these situations um where you have to make the hard choices do i speak up or do i stay silent for whether it be level of comfort for her because mm-hmm. she she probably knew if she had that had spoken up she would have been labeled well she was already being labeled but the angry black woman black woman or yep. she would have been the difficult one or whatever but i'm pretty sure her counterparts speak up and speak their mind on a regular basis and they're not labeled as being a being difficult they're just they're just speaking so yeah. that's, and that's crazy. That, that we definitely <laughs> we get pegged as when we speak up or speak like you said speak our truth we're labeled as difficult or the angry black woman or yeah and how do we get past that because there is a stigma behind that and it's it's double-sided is that how you say it double double standard yeah double story and it's like we commend women for being strong and outspoken you know and stern and everything that they you know that they're passionate about but at the same time people are um a little intimidated by a woman that can speak up for herself and that knows she's confident some people will kind of um and i think that's exactly what they did with her was they tried to keep her in that box of no you can't do but so much 
And she was already such a strong personality and had her own life prior to, you know, joining the family. And like you said, they, they pretty much stripped her of everything, her voice, her power. Yeah. <laughs> to run her I, I don't know how we how you get past I think we've been labeled angry black women for a long time and I think for myself in in the workplace I think instead of I, I try to make sure that I'm not coming off in a certain way or if I if I do have something to say I'm making sure that I'm one professional as possible yeah <laughs> but yeah. in a what a nice nasty kind of way but in yes. a, in in the most professional way possible so you don't get um get labeled that way but it's it's always in the back of your mind how people view you being in a position um of I wouldn't say I wouldn't say of power, but being in a in a, a situation, but sometimes you just gotta say, excuse my French, fuck it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and fuck you. And yeah. I, that's what they did. They said F it and F you and left. And yeah. I love that about them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But it's 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 extremely unfortunate that they went through that. But I think that they one thing that I can I commend her on is she spoke her truth without bashing yes she spoke her truth without she was calling names calling names and even though i think that's what the world really wanted like was it the queen <laughs> yeah was it his dad like was it the the yep. sister-in-law like was it the brother-in-law and she would not because yep. she knew the backlash that would come from that Absolutely. but also to save face for them yeah. because it's embarrassing that y'all that y'all are actually acting like this and, and treating me like this and now the world knows yep and I think the UK side was side with, you know, the royal mm -hmm. family. But us Americans, we not rock. No, we not. Like we're she not really rocking. could have put Kate out there and been like, "Yeah, she called the flower girls' dresses ugly, and mm -hmm. she made me cry." She didn't say the situation because they they were past it. She apologized, like even though real the, grown up. The, stuff. Yeah, the situation was flipped, and the the tabloids were saying like, "No." you made her cry it was really the opposite and Oprah wanted mm -hmm. to know well what did she say girl and she was like yes. nope there's no need to talk about it she apologized yep. um we're good she she very well could have put her out there but she didn't and that is that is a lesson a lot of people can take when yes. you leave situations you don't have to bad mouth that person you don't have to to put all their business out there on jump street like you could say hey I mean it just didn't work out Mm -hmm. that's explanation and, enough you don't have to bash you don't have to put that person's business out there you don't have to to give a whole synopsis on why the relationship friendship that they mm -hmm. didn't work out just it didn't work out it is it, it, and that's just yeah. what it can be um it doesn't have to be messy and i appreciate that it wasn't messy she spoke her mm -hmm. truth without the messiness she did um, and we could all and, and very in-depth yeah. too she didn't leave it's almost like she didn't leave much out she let us know like she was mistreated yep. she was miserable there yep. they didn't like her yeah and yeah. you know and like you said she said it gracefully yeah. it was just like this is what happened to me and like you said people are calling her an actor for just speaking her truth right <laughs> judging her and don't even don't even really know her so i can appreciate the fact that she wasn't messy now would we have mm -hmm. enjoyed a messy ass interview yeah absolutely <laughs> now i would love to have her on wendy because yeah. wendy would have asked a totally different set of questions <laughs> 
Yes, I can definitely appreciate the the, the non messiness of it. But listen, I'm here for a messy interview, honey. I'm here yes. for it. I live. <laughs> for it. I live for it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But I I enjoyed it. The interview. Yeah, I did. And I hope everyone um, listening got a chance to go watch. It, and if you're even if you because I really didn't follow the whole royal family story, it's not something that I'm going I'm even going to keep up with. But I did want to hear her side of the story. Yeah, I did. I did too. I really did. I did. And I'm glad I did. So now I'm team Meghan Markle, even though I already was, but gang gang now for sure. Yeah. And the fact that they stripped them of everything, even down to their security, like you really have the prince walking around with no bodyguards like are you kidding me because he's black like, because he he because he decided to marry a black woman so you're going to strip him yes. of his security like who are you who do you think you are tyler perry said no you will not okay <laughs> i'm gonna put you up in my house and you can take my security try me yes <laughs> he's like no you will not tyler perry came through came all the way and- through I wonder what um, Megan did a lot of the talking in this interview, but I, I would love to hear Harry's side. I mean, we know he's 100%, 1000% supportive of his, of his wife, but I couldn't imagine the mental strain that that has on him as well. Like, and I'm sure it's a lot more that was said and done Absolutely. that he can't even speak on right. because it would crush Megan, it would just—I'm sure it was some nasty things going on <laughs> over there. Yeah, and he said his dad stopped taking his phone calls. Like, who are yeah, that's you? That's crazy. Like, I can't even believe that. Like, you should be supporting your son, and I mean, publicly and privately, like you should be supporting your son, especially because of the the, the situation with their mom, like how that mm-hmm. played out, and you don't want that to play out with your children. So to me, it was crazy that his his father stopped taking his calls after all that. Um, And it really goes to show how the institution really, like he said, runs the family. The family is trapped. They do what the institution says to do. Um, So unfortunately, I mean, I I don't I don't think that I would have stayed in a situation like that either. And we've all been in situations and they don't have to be royal situations in situations where you have to make those hard choices. And you have mm-hmm. to say, you know what, is my mental health more important than this relationship or this friendship? Um, and you're leaving behind um, family members, you're leaving behind friends for the sake of your mental health. I know we've all had to make those hard decisions and we've all yes, yes. Um, been through similar situations like this with family and friends. Um, and it's unfortunate, but like, like the saying goes, some people are only in your life for a season. And a reason. reason. The reason in the season. And it's big to pick up on what that reason is because it will help you transition out of that season. So you should be you should be learning in every relationship that you're in. Absolutely. Even if it's temporary. Like every every person that you encounter, if it's person on a train or even just a short conversation in a coffee shop, like what did you take away from that that relationship to help you? you know, move forward. And I think that's where a lot of people um, fall into that dark place of like, you know, having mental health issues right? because they don't move at all. Yeah, They stay there too long. 
Absolutely. So it's okay to be, it's okay to be in that spot, but don't stay there. Absolutely. And that's what I love about them. They pivoted fast. Yep. Like they just, like they, I guess he, the decision was her life mm-hmm. or that life. Yep. And, and they weren't getting the help that she needed. And they knew that if she didn't get that help, um, that there was the fact that she didn't want to be left alone that night. That's when I got emotional. Where Girl, she's, and the picture yes. when she broke the picture down when and she was gripping the and, and yes. Stuff. And let me just say this: pictures tell like a speak a thousand words, but it's only half the story. And it and exactly <laughs> because I I actually just shared like in February a picture popped up in my memories from last year last February or like the February before that or something like that and I could see in my eyes like oh my god girl that was like I knew looking at that picture like damn that was the saddest I've probably ever been like I was really at a very low place but the picture was cute as hell like I was cute snatched you know like looking happy and refreshed but I my eyes tell a totally different story so the fact that she even could put those two and I, I think that's what she kind of got teary mm-hmm. out of because it put her back in that place yep. and I think we all you can look at a picture and go exactly yeah. back to the spot where we were in that moment and you either feel mm-hmm. the pain or you feel the happiness and I, that's where I got emotional too when she was basically saying that she could not be left alone by herself because she didn't know what she would do to herself so I, that's when I got emotional and I was like oh god uh, I can't. Yes. So I can't. Yes. Um, it was a really raw it, interview. I enjoyed it. It was. It was. And I think um, I think it had to be talked about. I, I, I feel like mental health is the drive of a lot of conversations right now, but it needs to be because just like you said earlier, um, you could have everything, literally everything and still be broken inside for the one simplest. Yeah thing that could like completely alter and change your life and it's important to have the support from the people around you because can you imagine what would have happened to her if she didn't have a supportive husband or if she had a husband who chose that life over her side is with his family can you imagine what could have happened to her in that moment where he was like well you know what do it like like I don't care. I'm going to this thing and yeah. I'm going to leave you here by yourself. Or if you're like, he's like, you just need to deal with it. This is this, like everybody else was saying around him, this is just how it is. Can you imagine yeah. if he was like that? Like, and that's what we, yeah, I wonder where that <clears throat> compassion comes from. His mom. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, one, and I'll just say this men are taught like to not cry and to not show emotions. And a lot of times when women, um, and I'm I'm gonna be honest. I've experienced this too with like um like some of the guys I've dated. It's almost like they feel like you you aren't strong. It's like they don't want you to be strong, <laughs> and then when you aren't, it's like you're being weak. So it's like we it's a it's a hit on both ends. So are you saying that from a male perspective? It's like we from a male. So perspective, we want them think- to be strong, or or they want us to be strong. I'm confused. yeah so I think men look for us to be strong okay like we're just strong women period we're supposed to hold our own you know do everything on our own but they also want us to be weak not too strong okay I get it I get it (laughs) and 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 you know in in my marriage 
I think it's a little bit of the opposite. I'm the one mm-hmm. that has to appear strong. I have to appear like I have it all together. I have to appear that I'm not shaken or stirred. Um, mm-hmm. And because my husband knows me, he knows when when, when I'm not. So he automatically mm-hmm. picks it up and he's ready to swoop in to let me know, look, you don't have to be strong in this moment. I got you. All the right? time. It's like, you don't yes. have to be, and- you don't have to be that. So it's important for your spouse to know you, even though you're trying to appear it like is. you got it all together. They yes. know when they see that look on your face, like, okay, I need to swoop in. I need to, to pick up where I need to pick up. So and so you and can breathe. It's super important. Yeah, that is important. And that's what I'm saying. That gene <laughs> or whatever, yeah. that feature, that plug, yes. that switch is turned off in a lot of men. And I think it's turned off in a lot of men, that compassion, that emotional size, because they never had the out, right. outlet to really fully express themselves. So because some woman, just, unfortunately, mm-hmm. someone told them that having that that emotion makes them appear, excuse my French, I curse a lot, like a bitch. Yeah. So men yeah. are they rather they rather die right. first. Men are afraid <laughs> to show that emotional side or afraid to to be compassionate and act like they care because they don't want it to be appeared as being a bitch. As weak. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like I would love to see Harry fully yeah. talk about what he's experiencing so men could know how to still be strong and compassionate and can't like everything that he's given his wife yes. he's still I feel like he's still kind of containing himself he's his head is always held high yeah. he doesn't speak badly of his his upbringing or nothing but he 1000% supports his wife and I just couldn't imagine what what's going on in his mental and it's I'm sure it's a lot that he does not talk about within himself absolutely because some weak ass person out there is gonna be like oh he a bit oh yeah and it's sad it's really sad it's sad and I'm sure they have their conversations just like you and your husband where like you said you you two pick each other up when where you where you fall short and it's super important that's it's so important and that's why he told her to come on like you're coming to this party yeah I'm gonna hold your hand through it the entire night like that hold that hand holding did I say that right hand holding hold handing whatever um, that meant a lot to her. It did. In that moment and looking at that photo, she was just like, you can see the the wife of his knuckles. Strong clench. Like the wife of yes. his knuckles. How hard he was If that her didn't hand. say I got you, yep. girl, like absolutely nothing else will. Absolutely. It's super important. So and and women out there listening, like don't be afraid to have to have your man show those emotions and don't make him feel any sort of way for showing those emotions because unfortunately you, he won't do it again after you make him feel yeah. a certain way about doing it um yeah so that's true appreciate those compassionate men appreciate those emotional um men who who wear their hearts on their sleeve um because those are the ones that are going to have your back um and yes. pick you up when you fall so the under they understand absolutely absolutely yes. So great interview. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Me too. So hopefully they stay in the media <laughs> forefront for all the positive reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And they can experience, I mean, American tabloids ain't no better, but 
they definitely ain't gonna be able to call nobody no monkey on the front page or nothing in my grocery store. Oh no, we will no, absolutely honey, not burn your whole we facility to the ground. Ask, <laughs> we would tear it H&M. up. We would tear it up. And don't get me wrong, America has its own host of racial absolutely. racial issues. But you better believe but... you, you. We go. I'm gonna show you a monkey. <laughs> okay. At the donkey because you call me a monkey. <laughs> yeah hopefully they 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 continue to thrive in their marriage and um and don't don't have to go back down that path and unfortunately that that royal family is going to experience backlash from this people are going to look at them completely different um because race race issues in 2021 if you're still living in in that 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 world like that is it's in you and mm-hmm. it it's not a good look it's it's, it's not a good look so yeah yes. so great interview if you haven't had a chance to go check it out i actually um downloaded the cbs app on my tv <laughs> and it was on there for free because i know if if anyone's like just searching for it, it's not going to show up. So you actually have to go like on CBS to watch it. And I checked YouTube and I could not find the full interview. So don't go there. Go ahead and download the CBS app and watch it. There. I do strongly encourage everyone to watch it just because. Um, just because. Yeah, absolutely. Watch it and yeah, then talk because. about it with your friends and your family. We need to really start having race conversations with people around us and people that you trust i strongly encourage you to have these hard discussions Mm -hmm. with people you trust because having these conversations with strangers unfortunately is a no-go um have these conversations with people um who you know who you trust and that are open to these discussions because most people aren't open to race relations discussions um because they don't want to be challenged on the way that they think and understand Mm -hmm. that a difference in opinion does not automatically say racism that is something that gets underneath my skin where i see people when someone disagrees with how they feel, someone automatically screams that they're racist. People who yeah. disagree with you on something, some things it does not automatically make them a racist. So have those conversations mm-hmm. with people um, that you trust and that you know, and be okay with the difference in opinion. I mean, yes. And I think that's what the biggest thing with this whole entire thing was Mm -hmm. they weren't open to change absolutely they weren't open to oh no they were open Uh to change because they were willing to change uh the roy the 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 history long history of giving grandkids a title because they were having a black son (laughs) yeah true oh they were definitely true they were open but not open (laughs) yeah and that's that speaks volumes um of character so pay attention Definitely. hopefully a lot of people and i think a lot of people in power um we need to start paying attention to a lot of these people who are in power and start to pay attention to how they think yep, absolutely and how they move and how they treat people so absolutely great interview it was and this was a good episode i'm glad that we got to chat about it yeah um and if any of you would like to chat some more about it go leave us a review on itunes or wherever you listen to the podcast 
Yeah, awesome. Also, definitely keep reaching out. Uh, we're looking for some dynamic guests to have on the 30 Girl Podcast. So if you're interested, uh, drop us a line and uh, yes. tell us why you would be a great 30 Girl guest. Yes. And when would be... Um... Not when we don't care when, just come on. <laughs> just come on. <laughs> just come on. Yes, definitely. Yes. As always, thanks for listening and tune in next week for a new episode. Awesome. Have a great week, everyone. Yes. Bye. Bye.